Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. one is now. 9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Back like we never left. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app. Thanks so much for hanging out with us here on your Thursday. Coming to you live from the Wild Hair Saloon, Oregon City, Oregon. Thanks to everybody for helping us take this show on the road. And thanks to Ten Barrel Brewing as well for putting us up here and uh, hosting us and uh, helping us come to you live from the West Coast. We are here for a variety of reasons, including to cover Montana State, Oregon State, the first matchup between the regional rivals ever. Uh, crazy to think that neither these two teams have never played before. And they're not even playing on Oregon State's home field or Montana State's home field. They'll be playing in downtown Portland at Providence Park. So very much look forward to that. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? Talked a lot of Grizz. Montana headed to Terre Haute, Indiana, the home of Indiana State. The Sycamores of the Missouri Valley Football Conference will host the second-ranked Grizzlies uh, to wrap up the non-conference for each program. We heard from... Kurt Mallory, the head coach of Indiana State. We heard from Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies. And we also talked our way around the upcoming schedule for high school football in the state of Montana. You can find all of that on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the Montana State Bookstore. Well, as we sit here on a rainy, thank goodness, Tuesday morning, I am high as a kite because I just got done with a... Uh, Strength class over at the Hype House. They've added these new strength Ooh. classes. Have you ever heard of AMP? Amper. A, a, they call AMRAP. It, AMRAP. 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 There yes. it is. Yeah, you've heard of this? As many reps as possible. Yeah, or as many rounds as or possible. Or rounds as possible. Either one, yeah. yeah. Yes, I have. Okay, well, I just did my first Ooh. AMRAP workout. Ooh, how'd you do? These are great. I'm telling you, for all you guys out there, I'm talking men that think, oh, the Hype House, this place is just for girls. 
uh, go work out like a girl. I promise you, it is so hard. Yeah, girls know how to work out. Uh, no question. Like I the know. stability muscles and stuff like that. Like my core has gotten so much stronger. It makes me feel unbelievably better. It's yeah. crazy. Like just sitting at a desk even, it makes you feel awesome. I'm excited because I'm going to my noon yoga sculpt today. Oh, yes. On this icky, icky day, I'm going to go sweat and I cannot wait. Uh, that's going to be really great. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. The, the two times I did hot yoga last week down there at the hot house were my two best hours of the week. One, because it's so great and relaxing, but two, because I could actually breathe. Yes, they I know. They have the air filter yes. that's in the basement there. Yep. It's beautiful. Yeah, and she just repainted it and she made it, zhuzhed it all up. So I'm very excited to hit up Hot House Yoga this week. I'm trying to get on two classes a week. Good. Because I think that mixed with some Hype House is going to really help this old lady bod. <laughs> Fit During Football, presented uh, by Hot House Yoga and the Hype House. Appreciate both those fine establishments for keeping me mentally sane. It is really, it's crazy actually how much better you feel though. It really yeah. is. I know people tell you that and you think it might be like a cliche or like a selling point or something, but it like really makes you feel way better. You get so much more work done. Yeah. And you know what I like also about yoga and hot yoga is like, I'm very tired today. I just yes. didn't sleep well last night. I was up late, up early. And like, it doesn't, like you're working hard, but it's sure. just also relaxing well, and, and all, just and when you calming. Get when you get done, you'll have breathed so well that your brain will yes. be oxygenated. Oh, yeah. And I'm always... And then you're sharper. Yep, exactly. With the days that I do my workouts before the show at any time, I'm always just way better on the show. It's the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on ESPN Radio, as well as uh, SWX Montana Television and the ESPN Montana app. We are coming to you live from Portland, Oregon, as you listen to this. But we're recording this here in Missoula. How crazy is that technology? It's like time traveling. Whoa. What do you got today? Speaking of time traveling, um, actually, this has nothing to do with time traveling. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my gosh. I knew you were going here. Cut his hair. So, time out. Are you surprised that uh, the Wisconsin Badgers lost... On Saturday, the Green Bay Packers got destroyed by the Minnesota Vikings, and we still have an establishment of work. Yeah, I um, we haven't seen Becky, so I, I almost, guess I almost took I almost texted you on Sunday. Where, the apocalypse is coming. We're not going to want to be there on Monday morning, but then I didn't want to jinx it. And actually, she was pretty good. I noticed as I was researching this haircut that they lost the last two games. They did. Just pointing that out. Yeah. Uh, A-Raj's haircut and his sideline antics are equally embarrassing. So he cut that horrible long hair off. Yeah. But then he got the biggest D-bag haircut <laughs> there ever was. Like, what is this? I, I don't know. I will post it on Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Um, it just, he just looks even... He's just... It's a, you know what that is? What? It's a Ryan Tutel haircut. No, it is not. Yes, it is. Well, Ryan but Tutel But Ryan looks... can rock it way more because Ryan's like actually punk rock. Right. Aaron Rodgers is like... That's what it is. Perfect score on the yeah. SATs and like weirdo. Ryan wears plaid pants with <laughs> suspenders. This guy is just a, a, a D-bag. <laughs> anyway, don't love it. Um, didn't, didn't bring them luck either. It did not. So, um, yeah, well... We'll see what happens, but still not a fan. The drama behind Aaron Rodgers. It's its amazing now that we have sort of these two parallel storylines. Aaron Rodgers isn't quite as old as Tom Brady, but he's kind of like the other old quarterback in the mm -hmm. NFL. And Rodgers is 
Mr. Throw a fit on the sidelines. If I don't get my way, I'm going to cry. But he's still so good that everybody enables him. It's just like having a spoiled child, but you know the kid's gifted, so you just keep on bringing him to piano lessons and all this stuff. And then here's Tom Brady, and everybody's just anticipating that he's somehow, some way going to fall off, and he just doesn't. And he's, like, getting more calm. He's getting more appealing. Like, when I was watching the game on Sunday night, I was like, gosh dang it. I think I might actually kind of like Tom Brady. Wow. I can't like at some point like the off the off the field antics with him or the off the field storylines with him. If you just ignore him, yeah, it's and you so just look impre- at him as a player. It's so impressive what he does. His model of consistency is like it's like the definition of what consistency is. Except to his wife, man, who's pretty angry with him. It right sounds now. like he's in big trouble. Well. Your mom got mad at us for kind of talking about this before, so I want to tread lightly because I don't want to upset her. But um, I don't think that their marriage is in trouble. Well, I think it would be way too expensive to get divorced at this point anyway. Listen, if their marriage was in trouble, they would have been in a fight six months ago when he said, I'm not retiring. Sure. I know you said, well, now the reality is set in. But the, the reality is six months ago, she knows the reality. Sure. They're spending time apart because he's playing professional football and he travels and he's busy. That's it. His kids are in school. I do not think that there's trouble in paradise. I think they're a normal married couple. Oh, okay. Sorry. They're not normal married couple. <laughs> no, they're not. But they are a married couple. Every married couple has ups and downs sure. and things like that. Well, and let you know this. Once you've been married for like 20, 15, 20 years, you kind of just like get over it, right? Like you, you just like, you just do what's best for your family and right. your kids and stuff, right? Yeah. And I think she wants him to be, so she just, an article just came out um, with her in Elle magazine and she just said she just wants him to be more present with her kids. Sure. And and she also has some things she would like to do in life, but sure. ultimately she wants her partner to be happy. So yeah. maybe she's annoyed. Yeah, I, I can see that, but I think... I, I really don't think his absence had anything to do with their marriage. And I stand by that. Chicka Doesn't Know Sports, uh, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the uh, new ESPN Montana app. I, I've known a, a handful of people that have uh, played in and or coached in the NFL. Most of them with Montana ties. And the vast majority of those guys, once they made it a little bit, bought houses in Montana and had their wives and kids live in Montana. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, from August through December, I'm going to be gone, but w- you guys just have a nice life here and I'll be back at Christmas. Yeah, and- she's not suffering. <laughs> right. I mean, she's fine. <laughs> totally. Their marriage is fine. And he's not, I, I'm. we all know I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but he is not that guy who's out on the road doing, I mean, he's takes his job seriously. Sure. He's not out trying to hook up and for sure I mean that would disrupt his bedtime it would be everything schedule, yes exactly the, things, the whole right. thing so he's plus I'm, it would be in the paper instantly well exactly yeah and so I think um, you know I think she wants him around obviously but he'll be there he's fine it's fine I can't believe I'm standing up for the guy frankly <laughs> look at us but we're Tom so, Brady's softening us I know what is happening yeah I, I still think he um, was doing the mass Singer well <laughs> The funniest part is that uh, if, uh, heaven forbid, that his marriage did fall apart, it would just mean that then Tom Brady would just play in the NFL for 10 more years. Yeah. Because he would be like, oh, okay, well, I got dumped and I don't have my wife anymore. Well, I'm just going to never well keep retire. Going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he should definitely retire after this year. It's, uh, I mean, it's time. Well, here's the thing that's going to swing it is that the hype behind Brady becoming a commentator is going to continue to grow. 
And when they come to him and they're like, hey, man, you want $15 million to not get hit and just sit in the booth and you still get to be a part of the NFL? That's when he's going to be like, I think I probably need to do that. Yeah. Agreed. Um, hopefully it'll be this year hopefully, when he doesn't win another Super Bowl. Hopefully it'll be this year. Uh, what else you got? Check it out on sports here on ESPN Radio. So um, at the Dolphins-Patriots game on Sunday in the parking lot, a huge fire broke out. Hmm. Someone left their barbecue on. And, oh, my gosh. And caused, I think... This I is in know. Miami, right? Yeah. Oh, my god. Several gosh. cars caught on fire. But this one... Can you imagine how embarrassed you would be? Oh, my God. I'd be... I mean... See, this is the, something that your wife really does get mad at you for. Yes, for <laughs> sure. I've gotten in trouble for leaving the grill on. I'm like, oh, for my sure. God. Um, but some guy said his Mercedes was destroyed plus the $3,000 he left in the car, Ooh. which, you know, I have no pity for that. You should not have $3,000 in cash in the car. You know, you never know. I guess. Maybe he needed some edibles or something. <laughs> I think he's in Miami. He was getting something more than edibles. <laughs> but I just think uh, I think that... I shouldn't say that because I'm a big cash guy. And then the way people treat you when you walk around with a pocket full of cash. I like cash because I can budget it a lot better. It's real money. And I also love to be able to just go into the place and place my sports bets real quick. And I then people look at you like, why do you have $500 in cash? I think like, $3,000 wow. in cash is excessive. Mm-hmm. Also, leaving it in your... i 3000 if I had 3000 but I just don't. Leaving it in your car is just dumb. <laughs> that's true. I mean, that's just... Especially at a, a sporting event where there's 7,000 people there. Yeah. yeah, like I just think... I mean, you, you don't think your car is going to catch on fire, but you're going to assume someone's going to steal $3,000 in cash. Yeah, maybe. He probably had it hidden in the wheel well. I bet there's a whole story behind this guy and his For cash. Sure. And I want to get... I want to investigate. <laughs> Okay, well, to be uh, continued with the grill fire in Miami. That's right. Um, how, how about you didn't even follow this because you're the chick who doesn't know sports. How about the Miami Dolphins just coming out and just waxing the New England Patriots in week one? Miami had so much hype. They I don't know if you know this. You probably love this story. Miami hired this coach, Mike McDaniel, who like was a walk-on at Harvard and played there for like a year and that's it. And he's like Mr. Nerdatron. He wears like these big glasses and he's like this mad scientist. He's like younger than me. He's in his early 30s. They hired him to be the coach of the Miami Dolphins, like the most swag team. And then they go out in their first game against the powerhouse of the division and they just roll them. Amazing. I thought I thought they That's would fall, awesome. I thought they'd fall flat just because all the hype coming into this year, but not so much. Good for them. You should look up Mike McDaniel. I think he's going to be your new best buddy. Okay, I will Google. He's very uh, atypical for the uh, normal. Maybe that's what they know. need. Well, that is the new trend in the NFL for sure. Is these these young, smart offensive coaches like Sean McVay, Mike McDaniel. So. We'll see. Okay. Well, it's better than that coach who was like hooking up with chicks in the bar. Oh, that was a college coach, right? That's that's Urban Meyer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite. <laughs> that was a college coach. All right. One whatever. of the greatest and, and most polarizing coach of this generation. Uh, Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports here on ESPN Radio. What else you got? Okay. So something that really annoys me in life is how really wealthy celebrities always get free stuff, right? Mm. Like you can afford it. Why do you need a free? Why do you need a free swag bag? You know, but they always get beat by Dre. And think that we're those people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did get some Buff City soap for us. Look at us. We are living it up. We got bars of soap in here. That's true. I mean, I guess you're right. But um, hot yoga in the middle of your work day. Yeah. Well, it's part of my job. Okay. (laughs) Influencer. Um, Hashtag influencer. Well, the. Las Vegas Raiders yeah. are about to get a real, really good deal 
on something. And you're going to get really annoyed at me for bringing this up and say we're going to get canceled. Are you ready? I, I, I believe I'm ready. A Las Vegas sex worker oh, geez. is giving VIP services to all players and staff of the Raiders oh my gosh. for 50% off. Oh, my gosh. Um, and this is legal? It's Vegas. Okay. I don't, I'm sorry. I it's don't Nevada. Know. Right. I always was under the impression that... It's legal in Nevada. It's legal in Nevada, but not legal actually in Vegas. Well, she might not be in Vegas proper. She works okay. at the Chicken Ranch, whatever There's, that is. Oh, boy. That's different than the Bunny Ranch? Yeah. This oh, one's filled man. with chicks. <laughs> and she knows about sports. Oh, she is so happy cow. that the... Um, are the Raiders going to allow this is what I want to know. Well, this seems like just a PR nightmare waiting to happen. Well, I don't think they're going to be like putting it on Instagram or anything and, you know, use Man. code Raiders to get 50% off or anything. She's just saying, hey, guys, come on down uh, and 50% off VIP services. So um, it's just, you know, the rich getting richer. You know what I mean? Wow. You know, I don't really know. I think that... <laughs> I have so much I want to say about this, but I really just—I love when I, just I can can't. just silence I, I know, you. It's so hilarious. Well, I just keep thinking like that. I don't. I think that uh, taking advantage of this service is probably not that good for you uh, in a lot of different ways. I'll just leave it at that. Well, look at what's his face, Khloe Kardashian's ex, yeah, um, Lamar. Lamar Odom. Yeah, he, right. he ended up in a coma in the Bunny Ranch. Oh my! So gosh. it's probably not wise to take her up on this. I just wanted the people to know if you're a, if you're a raider. This is an op- opportunity. Ticket doesn't know sports. <laughs> Culture is so uncomfortable right Presented now. By Buff City Soap, uh, we got this new uh, Kraken soap. I already used one of the bars of these. It's it's quite delightful. These uh, uh, I, we've got um, e- egotist and go grizz, and they smell go grizz soap so good. Too. And um, they're so cute. I mean, I know boys probably don't want to hear that, but they smell very manly. Oh, I'm telling you. More than anything, I've been reading a ton about how dangerous artificially fabricated smells are, are false yeah. fragrances. Yeah. They're full-on carcinogenic. Like so, the candles we burn and the and like the, the body and, sprays yeah. and like some of the mainstream like deodorants and stuff like that. Well, reading the ingredients is actually very important and... These are made out of all natural oils, and the fragrances are all natural as well. And so more than just, you know, smelling nice for your lady friend or whatever, <laughs> this is actually very uh, beneficial to your health. Yeah, so Buff City Soap um, has a lot, a great men's line. They have a great women's line. So, guys, if you want to get your woman something, you know, froofy and fuzz, fizzy, go for it. And fizzy. guys, I don't know. And guys... Um, or girl, whoever wants to smell however they want to smell. I don't want to, you know, get in trouble here because everyone has the choice to smell how they want to smell. So um, if you want to be more feminine, they have really beautiful flowery products. Uh, these are very masculine. I think they smell really good. They have beard oils. Yep. They have lotions. They have laundry soaps. And it's all clean right at Northgate Plaza near Albertsons. Tell them we sent you. It's so amazing to me to think about the history of humans and how forever we used to try to conquer the globe and like wage wars over things like tea, coffee, and soap, like scents, you know, yeah. like that was like such a huge thing is to be able to trade things that smelled nice. And now we just have well, them at our disposal. It's I amazing. mean, yeah. 
I think um, I think we need to leave one of these in here, though, so it just smells good in here all I, the time. I totally agree. So I'd like to end uh, today with a good story. Okay, great. That's not... Not Aaron Rodgers' haircut? Not Aaron Rodgers' haircut and not the, the chicken ranch. <laughs> I can't um, believe they call it the chicken ranch. <laughs> yesterday, with 10 minutes left um, in a football game in Barcelona, the goalkeeper for Cadiz... I think I'm saying it wrong, sprinted toward a fan in the sands who was having cardiac arrest. Oh, boy. He grabbed the defibrillator and ran, and this uh, this person, in the, uh, the fan in the stands lived and is in the ICU, but um, how cool is that? I, I saw your video. Uh, it is cool. Um, good for them. I can't believe they would have that sort of awareness in the middle of a match. I'm I'm not clear exactly how he knew someone was having cardiac arrest, but sometimes when you're the goalkeeper, you're standing around. So maybe oh, everyone was down on the other end, but I think that's just a really neat story that, that he did that. And I hope that person who was having the cardiac arrest is okay. And you know, for a chick who doesn't know sports, you sure bring a lot of soccer to the table. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You're always mentioning soccer. Well, I am a soccer mom. That's true. So I guess, you know, I I like the game of football, and I love Ted Lasso, so. I love it. Well, if you've been intrigued by all of our uh, fun talks about all of our fitness pursuits, stay tuned, because uh, we're going to have some fun stuff coming up. Uh, can only tease it a little bit, because we still got to finalize what we're going to be doing, but... Uh, if you think you might want to try working out like a girl, uh, I might uh, I might have an opportunity for you coming up. So stay tuned for that. But thank you to the Hype House as well as Hot House Yoga and Buff City Stope for this week's Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Anything else, Carolyn? No, just have a great week. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, very cool that we're broadcasting the best of the best in Missoula while we're live in Portland. We'll be back here from the City of Roses on Nuanas Now. Right after this, keep it right here. It's 102.9 ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Nuwana's Now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the new ESPN Montana app coming to you live from the Wild Hair Saloon here in Oregon City, Oregon. Appreciate you for following along. Appreciate the Wild Hair for hosting us, and appreciate Ten Barrel Brewing for putting us up as well. Uh, Ten Barrel hosting our series of remotes here from the City of Roses. 
all week long leading up to this weekend. The first ever matchup between Oregon State and Montana State will be played at Providence Park in downtown Portland. A team that used to play their games at Providence Park, the Portland State Vikings. They have been sort of displaced, and it's sort of an unfortunate situation that's not really in anybody in the sports world's control. It's a city decision. It has to do with the MLS team, the Portland Timbers, but certainly one that's a point of consternation for people at Portland State. I spent the morning down there on the Portland State campus, thanks to Mike Lund and Jack Johnson, the new athletic director, and Bruce Barnum, the head football coach for hosting. Well, we've done interviews with Bruce Barnum all over the place, but I've actually never sat with him in Portland. We've done stuff at Providence Park post-game, but I've never actually been here on the Portland State campus. But here we are on the Portland State campus as we are coming to you all week long from Portland, Oregon, and uh, happy to be here. Fun to be uh, on the Portland State campus. Fun to see this uh, practice field out right behind us. Uh, that, I mean, this is a cool setup, man. The new basketball arena looks great, and uh, this ain't half bad over here. How you doing, man? Doing all right. Colter, uh, great to see you. And uh, I haven't seen you since this summer, and uh, this is a nice facility. You know what we get out of it. Uh, Football-wise, um, it's great for recruiting, you know, and it's great for right now. My team uh, is eating lunch on the veranda on the other side overlooking park blocks. But uh, this, to me, I put – I helped out uh, with my fundraising money out of my budget, but I put all in the weight room. Uh, Michael will show you our weight room later. It's uh, it's impressive. I'll put our weight room up against anybody. I added a – you know, once it was done, a couple hundred Gs just to – get it looking how I want and uh, that's what I take care of uh, anything gets old in there or doesn't look brand new I replace it we did a little uh, lesson of uh, it's kind of a history lesson on sports around Portland and went into a little bit about the history of Portland State football on the show yesterday and it's a rich history and as we were walking in here there's pictures of you know the Pokey Allens and Mouse Davises of the world and and you know Neil Lomax and his great time there as well but even since I've been following and covering the Big Sky Conference Portal State has always been competitive, yet within the scope of the league, somehow it's not talked about as much as maybe it should be. I mean, Tim Walsh, when he was here, finished, I think, second in the league, I think six out of nine times, uh, six out of nine seasons between 1998 and 2006. It just happened to be that the Big Sky was a one-bid league back then, so Walsh only got to go to the playoffs twice in that entire time. And uh, so it's just interesting to see where this school and this university and this football program fits into the conversation around the Big Sky Conference. Some of it is such a huge advantage. Some of it can be maybe not an advantage. So, I mean, how do you deal with that sort of stuff here at Portland State? Well, it's every day, uh, Coulter, you know. Um, But uh, what I approach, how I approach my people is everybody's got their issues. Uh, I don't care if you're Montana, Montana State, you know, some of the cream of the crops as far as facilities and what they have going on. I, I don't care if they have the same. They have issues. You're not going to hear about them, but, you know. Well, Joe would tell you about them all the time. Oh, he would. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go there. Um, my wife's still happy. I just got chowed out of my garage <laughs> when we were younger. But um, it's there. This place is unique, you know. Um, you name a lot of names. and and I lived across the bridge. I saw a lot of it. I was recruited. I talked to Pokey. Tom Mason, who was here, was my uh, linebackers coach at Eastern. Uh, Mouse Davis. I had him. My first game, he's the first guy I approached. Uh, and he traveled with us. And he, I kept him with the program as long as I could before he, you know, went golfing in uh, Vegas uh, to, you know, ride off in the sunset. So it's a cool place. Um, 
Uh, but again, you know, there's challenges, and I'm not going to sit here and go through those. I know what they are. I'm just trying to fix them. What do you think of just the current state of the program now? Because you, you've been here, this is year seven. So um, what has evolved, what has changed, and how do you think it fits into this ever-evolving landscape of, of college football with all the crazy things that are going on from realignment to NIL to all this other stuff? Um, honestly, right now it's an information gathering thing. I have to get some things done around here, Colt. I have yeah. to stop playing two, two money games, number one. Sure. You know, I'd like to play none. I'd like to bring in um, the FCS. Uh, this year I battled uh, to play a team in Minnesota, St. Thomas. Yeah. Um, because I found out a contract wasn't signed. Middle of the summer was Southern Utah, who I thought was coming here. So sure. now I'm playing a team that's not going to help me in the playoffs. But... I think we're that caliber. I think we're a team that if I can play two FCS, we're in, I'm not going to be dealing with what I am right now. What I'm dealing with right now, 0-2, almost snuck one, right? San Jose, a couple mistakes with a new quarterback. Um, uh, then throttled at Washington, but Washington pays more. So, you know, <laughs> right. the athletic department is happy as hell. Uh, but that's where I need to get to uh, here. That's where we're at. But these money games, they set me back, and it's a mind game. Right now I'm dealing, uh, you know, we had a bye week this week. I did it on purpose, um, post, quote, money games. But I need to get this team back. I mean, that's the thing. Every game, I don't care. Everybody listen to this when they played football or any sport. Everybody in the big sky, when you go up against somebody, you expect to win. Sure. Um, and we go into those games, you know. Uh, don't, I tell them, don't lose these games before you get there. But now I'm dealing with the, you know, aftermath a little bit. Um, again, the San Jose doesn't pay as much, but we had a chance to get out of there with a W. We didn't. And then you go to Washington, and we did. Their defensive ends and their front seven uh, straight throttled us. So I took advantage of their x-ray machine um, during the game because it's free and it's quicker. <laughs> but here I am, you know, now getting ready for the Grizz. Uh, they, they're going to Indiana, I think, this week, and um, that's the next step. So that's kind of a, you know, Barnum in a nutshell of where I want this program to be. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. Bruce Barnum joining us here live from the Portland State campus. I guess not live, recording this on the Portland State campus. But interesting, when I first pulled up here, uh, the new athletic director here at Portland State met me on my way in, and I, what a nice guy and a, a guy that has deep football ties. And, you know, I know he played with you, Jack Johnson, played with you there at Eastern Washington, a uh, guy that started his career actually at Montana State, uh, playing for Sonny Lubick. So we talked all about that. But you mentioned this kind of in passing at the Big Sky kickoff, but this is a football guy. And there's been a lot of overturn at the athletic administration here at Portland State. And I think that sometimes it's lost on most common fans, just the web that is an athletic department and you know how much continuity and priority uh, is really important. But it seems like having an AD that prioritizes football uh, is a good thing here at Portland State. What have you thought of, of having your old college teammate back in the fold here? Uh, you mentioned it. You know, J.J. is a football guy. Uh, he knows the big sky. He played in the big sky. He, he was at two schools in the big sky. And then he's seen the other side of the fence, too. Um, so, uh, you know, the first thing he does, he comes in with fresh eyes. You know, uh, we need this. We need this. What do you need, Barney? Uh, what do you need to win? What can I fix first? You know, um, that's great stuff. And Karen like that. You can name... I know some other ADs. You know, I meet them in the summer. Look at them. You know, they're different than, than what I've had in the past. But right now, I've got a football guy. I did. I played with him at Eastern. He was a 
like a six-year senior. We call him the governor. <laughs> uh, he had two lockers, you know, open next to him, and he called me up one day. There's a story for you. He called me up one day. He said, Barney, come here. And so I walked down. I'm like, damn, the governor wants to talk to me. <laughs> he had white hair. He looked like he's 70. But he said, Barney, he said, uh, I'm your big brother. We had a big brother program. Yeah. I mean, everybody else I already knew what they did. They're taking them to dinner. They're taking them to parties. They're taking them to their house on the weekends. He said, I'm your big brother. I'm like, all right, I made it, man. He said, I met your parents when they dropped you off real quick. I said, I watch you now for a week or so. You're doing well. He said, just let me know if you need anything. I didn't talk to some, I didn't talk to him the rest of the year. <laughs> like the whole big brother shit's not working. But so then he calls me on this job. You know, hey, what's going on there? Blah, blah, blah. And Mac called me at Central Michigan. Hey, JJ's in that. And so he calls me. I go, uh, big brother, what do you need? He said, well, you remember that? I said, yeah, you marked me. You marked me in 1982, man. But, no, glad to have him. He's a football guy and ready to go. Let's get something done here. Well, let's talk about the scope of the season so far. Then you mentioned the San Jose State uh, game. I watched the whole thing. You guys very competitive in that game. Always uphill sledding if you're going to play the Huskies. I mean, I know Montana beat them last year, but that was an anomaly uh, rather than the norm. I mean, they are still – I mean, they're producing $75, $80 million a year in revenue. You're talking about one of the top 15 football programs in the United States of America there on Montlake and uh, always going to have NFL guys. But it, it is tough, not not necessarily the details of those two games, Bruce, but more importantly, just having to play two FBSs and then prepare to get into Big Sky Conference play. There's obviously the physical demands of it all, but what about the mental part of it? I mean, how tough is it uh, when you do lose your first two to get guys back, believe it, or, or is it tough at all? I mean, is there perspective that these guys are able to share? Well, they're not right away. Yeah. Coulter, they're upset. You know, they have egos. They're competitive. They're everything I want. Uh, but um, after that football game, it's like losing anybody. It doesn't sure. matter who's on the other side. So, yeah, I deal with that. Uh, I have to talk short memory. I have to talk shutting it off. You know, it has to end at this time. It has to end on Sunday night. And move on to the next opponent. This week we had a scout bowl on Wednesday. I said, if it's still lingering, uh-uh. It's at least over during that scout because our vets had it like a tailgate. <laughs> have a tailgate before it. and Because we're moving on. And, and it, uh, I'm not going to lie to you, you, you know, next up is the team that beat Washington last year, like you said. And that defense um, of Montana's, uh, there's 11 dudes on that field. And more than that, you know, uh, some of their guys floating in that Sachs is sitting in. Uh, from the bench, they're dudes. They they've been playing together a long time, and um, you can't let anything linger if you're going to have a chance at, at Washington Grizz. Portland State on a bye this week. They do open conference play next week in Missoula, homecoming for the University of Montana. Montana at Indiana State, Terre Haute, Indiana, uh, the home of Larry Legend, Larry Bird. Uh, so Montana won last night conference game here. Portland State coming to town uh, in two weeks. Is that a good thing? Does you get two extra? Do you get an extra week to, to prepare for Montana? Yes, um, straight up. Anytime you have a bye uh, before game, you get the heel up number one, um, and you get an extra week to look at them, you know, um, and, and decide what to do and go through different things for the game plan. You know, uh, Bear has been in it uh, for many moons and he's had a lot of success. You know, I talked about their defense, but you got Rosie on the other side who's going to scheme you up, but. 
yeah, I like having an extra week for that. And we're changing some things up. You know, I'm trying to trying to do it like everybody else does it, I guess, Coulter. We have one charter. I get one charter a year, actually one and a half. I talked him into another one. But I'm using that charter for Montana. Yeah. I'm not going to drive and eat at, you know, Wolf Lodge and feed <laughs> Like we did last time, if we won, I probably should, but, you know, feed them the Rocky Mountain oysters and all that. Uh, we're going there, landing Friday, you know, stadium check-in, get up, um, and try to get after the Grizz on homecoming. Montana's defense, uh, statistically, performance-wise, production-wise, is the one that's getting all the headlines. But you're an offensive coach, so as a uh, play caller, would you diagnose that scheme? I mean, it is... It is pure chaos. One of my writers wrote, uh, it's the heavy metal defense. <laughs> They're just rocking out. But it is a crazy amount of movement and stuff like that. So, I mean, how do you diagnose what they're doing? How do you get your team, especially your offensive front, prepared to handle uh, all the pressures from all the areas that they bring? Well, it's sad, and then add the stadium because yeah. they got a hell of a crowd, you know, Coulter. It's organized chaos, you know. That's what he brings. And what are you playing behind it? I'm going to send six. Is it fire zone? Am I dropping guys? It is. And, uh, you know, you have to figure out something uh, that allows you to execute. Um, last time we were up there, not in the spring. I, I mean, they beat us that game, but I don't really count that. We were here for five days. They were there for five months. The last time up there, you know, we had some that wasn't overly productive, but we got enough out of the run game. Um, I was rolling quarterbacks and playing that hoopla, but, you know, we had some turnovers, but six, that was kind of his coming out game a little bit. Yep. Um, and then, we, I mean, we lucked out with a field goal, a long field goal at the end of to beat them, but um, you look at them right now, I just want to, you know, maybe if we can score more than seven points, that, that might get them down, <laughs> you know, because right now they're lighting everybody's ass up. But um, Bears, uh, he's, uh, what they do defensively, it's, it's effective, but you have to, you know, it's a question. Do you simplify it? Do you go, you see what the first two teams did. You know, do you do wing sets? I made that mistake when I was at Idaho State in that place. I'm not right. doing that anymore. So, you know, get down that red zone. It's not a 12th man. It's a 169th man <laughs> in that place. But, um, and I've been talking about that as well. I said uh, to, to the people that haven't been there, my players that haven't been there, I said, they're going to know your name. They're going to know your mom's name. They're going to know your family, your girlfriend. I said, I said, just answer them once, and you're done for the day. So we're talking about that poise and, you know, not listen to the noise and all that hoopla. But And we play, you know, we're pushing every button, Colton. And I'm playing, uh, uh, what the hell is it, uh, Cotton-Eyed, uh, Cotton-Eyed Joe at the yeah. damn practice. We're trying to get him ready for everything. Because I'll never forget that when I had Jared Allen up there warming up. Oh, man. We're warming up on the field. Cotton Eye Joe comes on, and Montana walks a bunch of alumni who'd had a few pops. They were happy. <laughs> In between, I couldn't believe they are on our field, and they said something to Jared, and Jared goes after him, and it's Cotton Eye Joe. And it, what a <laughs> It's always something at that place. <laughs> I was in the tunnel with Monty on that deal when he started that damn motorcycle and they wouldn't let us out. I mean, we've had some fun up there. So. It's always an interesting time at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Bruce Barnum, Portland State head coach, joining us here on Nuanas. Now, two more things for you, Coach. First of all, you got a, a son now playing at the University of Montana. That is a fascinating fold. It's actually crazy because there's been several coaches in the league with – 
college-age sons who also happen to be really good football players with the ability to play. Uh, Jeff Choate didn't get to see his son get, make it to the end there, but George Choate's still playing at Montana State. Obviously, Robbie Houck at Montana is an All-American, and now your son, Cooper, is in the big sky, but he's not playing for you. He's playing for the Grizzlies. Uh, oh, is this like radio silence the week of the game, or how does this work in the Barnum household? You know, first, the, well, the first thing that happened is after the decision was made, I, I started taking down the birdhouses and little flags uh, that my wife's putting in the yard, the Grizz stuff. I said, Sean, really? <laughs> I say, come on. And the neighbors know I'm the head coach of Portland State. But it was an interesting summer. I'm proud of him. Colts, he made a mature decision. I mean, he was treated like a ghost at Washington State. He had, you know, he's a pitcher. Um, he set his goals and he went for it, and it didn't work out. He worked his ass off, though. I was proud to see that. But he called us in. He had some offers this summer. Um, we thought we weren't sure where he was going, but it's time to move. So he calls Mom and I in. Um, I thought he was going to school in Michigan. Wife thought he was going to school in Georgia. Or, uh, anyway, he says, I'm done with baseball. And my, you know, all right, I'm watching him. And uh, my Sean is like, what? But he's like, hey, I gave it a shot. I did everything I could. I wanted to get drafted. It's not going to happen. Whether they're right or wrong in Washington State, I wasn't the guy. They judged me not to be the guy anyway. So then I said, all right, what are you doing? Well, I wanted you to know I'm going to be a Grizz. I'm going to play football at Montana. <laughs> I said, all right, you little punk. But he said, Dad, stop. He goes, and he's right. He said, you told Brody and I if we ever play college football to have the best college football experience, we're going somewhere else. Um, you know, because he probably thinks he'd never play for me. Because <laughs> I'd, you know, ride him and he'd have to be perfect. But he was right. That's what I, we told our kids. And so we started talking. I texted Bobby first to see if it was even an opportunity to walk on at Montana. He said he could get him a spot. Um, but I, I talked about the defense. I said, listen, here's where you're at there. You've been out of it for two years, number one. But you're looking at next year. I said, there's going to be 11 spots open on that defense. He's playing boundary safety for him. But. He said, Dad, they think I'm crazy. He said, I'm having the time of my life. The coolest thing I heard, Coulter, is a while back he texted. Or I called. He called. We talked, whatever. And he said, Dad, I should have made this decision a year earlier. That's my only regret. He said, I'm having the time of my life. These people think I'm nuts. I said, what are you talking about? He said, it's 100 degrees. We're running. And I'm smiling. <laughs> he said, I'm, he goes, he said, get your asses on the line. He said, you have no idea how fun this is, how lucky we are. So that was cool. To have your kids say that, that's big time. Well, it's it's great to have that perspective, and it's also great when young men you know, make decisions that are best for them, and that and it's cool that you guys have that perspective as a family. Bruce Barnum joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Last thing for you, I wanted to keep you in a good mood until he's talking about something that's a little bit inflammatory, but uh, there's a football game here in downtown Portland on Saturday, and uh, the Portland State Vikings aren't playing in it. You guys are off this week, but it's been a little while since you played at Providence Park. I've covered you at Providence Park many times when you were the OC here and then uh, the first year as the head coach here as well and uh, it's been a little while since you got to play downtown in the City of Roses. You guys have to go out to Hillsborough uh, for your home games. So, um, I mean, I know you already talked to Canzano about this, but this is... This is frustrating, though, right? I mean, this is the city school of Portland and one of the biggest universities in the in the state, and uh, yet 
sort of still searching for a home. So what do you think of a football game being played down there at Providence Park? Um, I did. I actually got in trouble this morning for this cold <laughs> But Well, we won't get in too much trouble here. You know, bottom line, you know, they asked me, who are you mad at? I don't, you know, I'm not mad at anybody. I'm mad that we got removed from a pretty cool venue it's to play great. college football. Yeah. Excuse me. Now, that, now, yeah, Montana State, somebody from the conference is coming in to play there. Gonzano asked me. So, yeah, I was pissed. Well, anybody be pissed. Sure. But it's out of my control. You know, it is. And uh, I want it changed. Sure. I'd like to just play one game there. Play our final game. Play our homecoming sure. game. Um, but it's that's between Major League Soccer and what they have going in the city. And uh, totally out. All I do is listen and hear where we're at. Am I playing there or not? That's where I'm at. But, you know, Consano, he always sets me up. Just like you did that first time we ever had an interview. <laughs> when I didn't know the mic was on, I was sitting in a dugout right after I got the, the job. and I thought it was just you and I talking, and I dropped every F-bomb in the world. I'll never forget that. You know, that damn Coulter. <laughs> but it is, but it is what it is, you know. Um, I wish Montana State had more tailbacks and other banged up there and I would have loved to seen them going in full force uh, versus the Beavers but yeah I mean I need, right now we're kind of have team will travel Coulter and we're traveling right now out to um, Hillsboro and I'll tell you what though uh, I've I've talked to Haslam before about having games at their place when mm-hmm. Grizz are out of town you know I, I told him I, I want the beer money because you know <laughs> you know Grizz Nation I, I want their beer money um, I want the gate, and then you can have the snacks because there's no and, – and, and I just screwed them there. I didn't give them all free Dots pretzels. But um, we talked to our guys about that. You're playing in one of the top – probably the top FCS atmospheres in the country. So let's go. So. Well, it should be fun. Portland State at Montana next week. That's September 24th. Uh, Portland State off this week. Bruce Barnum, head coach of the Portland State Vikings, here live on Nuanas. Now, thanks for being here, man. Of course. Thanks for having us. Have fun in the game. You know, I was going to go to boat. We're, we're going to be out recruiting, bouncing around. and um, i, I got to scheme up Hauk a little bit more, too. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. One of our favorites, Bruce Barnum, the head coach of the Portland State Vikings, live here on Nuanas. Now we're coming to you from Portland here at the Wild Hair Saloon. Just a couple minutes left here on your Thursday, but we'll get you all set up for what's coming up on your Friday. Their heavy Oregon State angle tomorrow. That's next. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Radio. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN Montana app coming to you live from the Wild Hair Saloon here in Oregon City, Oregon. Appreciate you for tuning in and following along. Thanks to Ten Barrel Brewing for putting us up and uh, hosting this remote tap takeover. And uh, thanks to 
uh, Wild Hair Saloon for hosting us as well. We'll be back at it at stadiums tomorrow. Star-studded guest list for you tomorrow. Wayne Tinkle, Oregon State head men's basketball coach with deep Grizz ties, University of Montana alum and the head coach of the Grizz basketball team for eight seasons will join us. Dennis Erickson, a college football Hall of Famer who led Oregon State to great heights, also played and coached at Montana State. And we'll hear from Jim McCalchick, who is the offensive line coach for MSU in 1992 to 1998, and now the Oregon State offensive line coach. He'll join us as well. Plus, we have some high school football coverage for you from uh, around the state of Montana. So uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow. If you missed anything in today's show, we heard from Kurt Mallory of Indiana State, Bobby Houck of Montana. We also heard from Carolyn, the Chicken Does No Sports, and Bruce Barnum, the head coach of the Portland State Vikings. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store, the Advocates, and the MSU Bookstore. We'll be back at it tomorrow from stadiums at 3 p.m. Pacific time. If you're in the area, come hang out. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful Thursday evening. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Radio. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.